Hello and welcome back to another episode. I can't believe this is episode five, but thank you so much for joining for another episode. And today I'm going to talk about identity and building habits and why those two are linked. So I think it's going to be a pretty interesting one. Okay, let's get started. So what is identity? Now, if you have read James Clear Atomic Habits, which is very good, by the way, I would definitely recommend reading it. I've read it twice now. Uh, Then some of this that I'm going to talk about might be familiar, but um, James Clear describes identity as your beliefs your view of the world, a judgment about yourself. Um, So basically it's a story that you will tell about yourself and it may or may not be true, but it's just this belief that you have about yourself. Um, And this is why identity can change. This is why we can create a new identity. We can basically create ourselves whenever we want. Um, And this is because it's all about our beliefs. So that's okay. We're allowed to grow. We're allowed to change. My identity has definitely changed so much over the last kind of six or seven years, but even more recently in the last year. So a biggest example would be my identity used to be the party girl that would be out every weekend. I'd be getting drunk. You know, it'd be, oh, where's, why isn't Chloe out this weekend? It would be weird if I wasn't out because that was who I was. I would be out, I'd be drinking. Um, It would just be, I'd be at work the next day, hungover. It was just one of those, that was, that was who I was. And then I lost weight and then my identity became my weight loss. And I actually let that happen, to be fair, because I did enjoy it at the time. So another example, I remember being introduced as this is Chloe, she's lost loads of weight. And I'd be like, yeah, look at my Instagram. I'll tell you what I did to lose this weight. And people would know me as the person who lost a lot of weight. So at the time, that was great. But then when my body changed I mean I couldn't stay at one particular weight my whole life that that wasn't possible but when my body changed and if I gained a little bit of weight it would then I would have this struggle of then who would I be who would I be if I gained this weight and then I think that's why competing was a bit of a mind boggle because my body changed a lot so I've been in this tiny body for months and I'd had so many compliments and I became known for this big body transformation and then I gained weight. So was that my identity gone? And no, it wasn't. It was only then that I realised that it wasn't my results that had led to my change or that had created a new identity. It was because I changed my belief around myself. I had changed the person that I wanted to become. I made choices and I created a new identity by building better habits. So basically I became my habits. I'll talk more about that as we go through this episode, but I think it's really hard to create an identity, I guess. So now that I'm a personal trainer, I assume that my identity should be somebody who is fit, somebody who works out a lot, takes care of themselves, someone who eats well. And I mean, yeah, I guess overall that is what I do. However, that isn't my identity. And I guess I'm still working out my identity and I'm still, I'm going through kind of a bit of a self-discovery journey at the moment. And identity and values is something that keeps coming up. 
Um, so I'm still working that out. I'm still working out who I am, who I want to become. And I think that's okay. I think that's something that we always will be looking for. We'll always be looking for who we want to become because we can always be changing. We can always be growing. Any new goal that you set as well, your identity might change around that new goal. So I think it's something that's always changing. Um, but let's go over that in a little bit more detail. So let's talk about habits. I'm sure there's a lot of people who would agree they've got some bad habits and it, it could be anything. It could be things like nail biting. It could be snacking at night. Um, there's so many bad habits that we've we've just learned over the, the years and it probably is easier to think about the bad habits that we've got than the good habits, but there'll be it'll be equal, if not probably more good habits that we'll have. But we always are focused on the bad habits and I need to stop this habit. And it's so hard to stop a bad habit and it's so hard to create a good habit and to keep a good habit going. Unhealthy habits can feel like they are impossible to break. So I know that I would have had so many unhealthy habits uh, at the early stages of my weight loss. And I can't really remember, but I, I wouldn't have changed everything in one go it would have been a gradual change. It probably would have been a few habits at one time that I could control, that I would change. And then once they became part of my routine, it would then be other things that I tried to change as well. I, d I, don't, I don't really remember, but I don't think I would have changed everything in one go. I'm glad I didn't because I may not have stuck to it if that was the case. But going back to uh, James Clear's book, um, atomic habits he says we probably try to change the wrong thing so he talks about identity and habits and he describes identity as who we wish to become and in his book he talks about how we focus too much on what we want to achieve and not on who we want to become so I can relate to this because for years all I wanted to do was lose weight and I just couldn't so I would always be focused on being thinner I didn't think about how I'd do it or I didn't think I didn't at any point bring my identity into it and think I'm going to become a person who is more conscious of what she eats it was just always I want to be thin and that was probably one of the reasons why it took me so long to actually lose the weight and to change my life because it was only when I started focusing on habits that I actually got somewhere habits and beliefs actually so I'm going to come back to both of those later on but the important thing here is that it's so hard to change the habit if you don't change the belief that led to the behavior which created the bad habit so if we apply this to my weight loss sorry I'm making this all about me if we apply this to my weight loss my bad habit was overeating and I had this belief that I would always be a big girl. It was just who I was. I couldn't lose weight. I was just always going to be bigger and I'd always be overweight. And that was my belief. So that belief kept me in this bad habit of overeating because I then stayed in that belief of I'm, I'm not going to lose this weight. I may as well keep eating kind of thing. However, when I said to myself one day, well, no, I don't have to be overweight forever. I changed the belief. So that allowed me to create new habits, which aligned with my new belief. Obviously, it's more in depth than that. I didn't just wake up one day and was like, great, my belief is now changed. But that is the basic principle. 
I believe I've been successful in my weight loss of losing 100 pounds, keeping it off for years, learning new methods of training, becoming a personal trainer myself, because instead of making excuses for myself, I changed my beliefs. So I became the person who moved more, a person who made healthy choices. I became a person who tried again after a setback, a person who tried a new method when something didn't work out. All of these habits created my new identity. So my identity created the habits and the habits shaped the identity. So they work hand in hand. So this theory can explain why it's so easy to give up on a goal. So why it is easy to create a goal and then not stick to it. So you might have this new goal of what you want to achieve, but you haven't changed who you are. So if a thought or a belief is still tied to your identity quite deeply, it becomes comfortable to keep it going and then you live your life following this belief that you have created. So one that I see quite a lot uh, with my clients is people who label themselves as an emotional eater. So if you've given yourself this label as as an emotional eater, that's not part of who you are. It's just a behavior that you've learned. So you might emotionally eat, but it doesn't mean that you are an emotional eater. However, if you tell yourself you're an emotional eater and then you do happen to emotionally eat one day, you'll put it down to the fact that you are an emotional eater. So a good tip to, to change this is to rephrase it. So change that label you've given yourself. So rather than saying... I am an emotional eater, change it to sometimes I emotionally eat because then this already gives it less power. So that statement isn't who you are, it's something you do. So by saying that sometimes I emotionally eat rather than saying I am an emotional eater, it takes away that power. So it's not something that you are, it's not who you are, it's not your identity, it's just a behaviour that you occasionally do and that can be changed. So basically anybody can feel motivated to create a change and to work towards a new goal but if you haven't got that new belief there and you haven't created new habits there it's not going to last that goal's not going to last so let's apply this so let's think about when you're creating a habit that aligns with your identity you need to think about the new things about yourself and you need to believe those new things about yourself and then focus on something small like an action to help to create into a habit, turn it into a habit. So let's use an example, basic example of I want to lose weight. So if you want to say I want to lose weight as your goal, that's just a result, that's an outcome, that's not part of your identity. So that is why it would be easy for it to not happen. So instead, if you said I will become the type of person who is more active, that's part of your identity. And then if you said I'm going to increase my steps by 100 steps per day for the next week and then the next week I'm going to create add another 100 steps per day and so on. That's a small action. So already that's a little action that is going to help towards the habit that is going to help towards your identity. So another example, if you want to finish the book rather than saying I'm going to finish that book, this is something I've done lately actually and it's worked, rather than saying I'm going to finish that book, that's just a result as an outcome so instead I've become the type of person who reads so I set myself a little target of reading five pages each morning with my tea or coffee it's usually a coffee and I finished three books in the last sort of few months of doing this and I guess this links back to kind of the power of small wins and you know, why small steps are really effective 
because each small step is helpful in building towards creating a long-lasting habit and that's the key. So the habits are really good for bringing results but more importantly they change your beliefs about yourself which is the main key there. So if you're looking to make a change then I would say stop worrying about the results and start worrying about your identity. So become the type of person who can achieve the things that you want to achieve and then build your habits based on that identity and results will come later but if you put everything else there first have that in place and then watch the results come. So in summary your current behaviours are a reflection of your current identity what you do now is a mirror image of the type of person that you believe that you are whether this is consciously or subconsciously like i said at the start our identity is a story that we tell ourselves so it may not be true but to change your behavior for good you need to start believing the new things about yourself so you need to create identity-based habits and a good application for this is to look at a friend or look at someone who inspires you and ask yourself what they would do Sometimes I could easily skip a training session, but then I think about the people who inspire me and I ask myself, what would they do in this situation? And I know they would train, so I train. And I don't just train for that reason, I would train for a lot of reasons and I train because the type of person that I want to become would do that. And that again is another good thing to ask yourself. You could say, what would the type of person that I want to become do in this situation? And that can help you to start to take action based on the identity that you wish to create. I feel like I could go on for hours about habits and behaviours because it's so interesting but in terms of linking it back to identity I think I'm done there for today but let me know what you think about this whether it's helpful and whether you agree with this you can get in touch with me on Instagram which is at underscore Chloe Longstaff or you could email me which is Chloe Longstaff 94 at googlemail.com I will leave these details in the podcast information Thank you for listening to another episode and I'll be back with another episode next week.